Hello Poppets, it's Sax here and you are listening to my sometimes rowdy and always useful podcast, Shit's Getting Real. A show about all things growth, mindset, health, wellness and my most favourite of all, chit chats with the girls. Now look, we are all in search of a direction into the evolution of our higher selves. And sometimes what we don't realize is the highest intention you can possibly have is to just have some fun. So I am here to share it all with you. Sit back, lay down or jump up, whatever you feel like doing today and let yourself experience, evolve and have a whole lot of fun. Hello, my baby cakes. It is me. I am back for another week and I'm feeling so fresh because I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about what has been going on since my last podcast and what I have been feeling, how I have been doing, what I have been going through and where in the world I actually am right now. So very, very exciting stuff, and I hope you guys enjoy. Remember, if you do love any of the content, please feel free to give us a five-star review or share on your story and tag me. Also, if you want to see any content about my travels, about my life, about my coaching, anything like that, head on over to Instagram, Saxony Cawthray, with two Ys, which will be sent in the links down below. But anyway, let's get started. So last podcast, I set off on a bit of a tangent in regards to being 100% me, coming out of here, being seen, being more exactly who I'm supposed to be. And I was having such an incredible, incredible time in Bali. I spent another week in Canggu, met some incredible people. I went and then to Gili Islands, which was insane. Like it was so incredibly good there. I loved every single minute that I spent there. I created some incredible friendships. I met some really cool people um, who own all sorts of different businesses and things like that, which was really, really cool as well. Um, And then what did I do? Snorkeling. I went and saw turtles and all things like that. I launched my connection program. I launched into a bunch of different things too, which was so exciting. And when I left Bali, I was going to Japan and I was so keen and excited and thrilled to be diving into this whole new culture, this new way of life, this completely different side of living in comparison to Australia. And when I got to actually be in Japan, I was like, oh, this is very different than what I thought it was going to be. And it was a lot of tests for me. And there was a lot of sort of changes in energy and redirections. And I just came to all of these realizations around environment really being everything. And I knew this from the past because as we all speak about, like you are the five people that you spend the most amount of time with, right? So your circle is super important and who you spend your time with is super important. But the locations that you actually spend your time in are super important too. 
And I realized that leaving from Perth to the Gold Coast, I had everything that I needed to become the next level person I needed to be in the Gold Coast. Leaving from the Gold Coast to Bali, I had everything that I needed to just live this chilled island life in Bali and just be so free and calm and spend time by the beach and do my personal development and have great food and meet great people. And then going to Japan, it was a really big shock because first of all, they don't speak like any English in Japan, which I thought was absolutely wild because I don't know. I just, I suppose because the people that I've met that are Japanese speak better English. So I just assumed that everyone could speak general English and that could be complete ignorance on my part. Um, But I just thought that there would be more English. And I found that really, really, really difficult because not only was it hard to ask people questions or communicate with them, and I felt extremely rude not being able to communicate with them as well. It also meant that my travel was really hard because the train systems were in English somewhat and also not really And the way that the signs were and the symbolisms and everything that is language to me was completely different, like completely different. And so it made it so hard and I felt like I had this mental capacity that was constantly bringing me back down. It was like I had excitement to go places and do things and then having to actually get to the places and do the things that I wanted to do was exhausting because of all of this mental work that I had to do to figure out where I was going, what trains I was meant to be catching, what platforms I was meant to be on, how do I even get to the platforms through the train station, do I catch a bus, do I need to pay in cash, do I need to pay on card? And it made me realize that I was using my conscious brain so much more than my unconscious brain because none of this stuff was actually just natural patterns. It was all new to me and it was all tiring because it was new to me. And the weather wasn't all that fabulous. Like it was nice on some days. Some days it rained all day. Um, It wasn't warm at all. I went from wearing bikinis every day to wearing puffer jackets. So that was a massive big change for me as well. And it just completely threw me out in regards to the drive, the motivation, the serenity, the surrender, the flow, the, I don't know, like happiness of what I felt when I was in Bali and when I was living that really simple life that is so aligned with me right now and where I want to be versus being in this place that's super foreign that's really confusing for me and doesn't have great weather as well as being alone and I started getting all of these weird 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 times where I would be reflecting on what was going on and I would just feel so stressed. Like I just felt so, so, so stressed the entire time that I was there. Well, not entire time, that's a little bit dramatic, but 
for such a prolonged period of time that I was there um, that I felt mentally drained too. And it's funny because when you are unconsciously running things, it does seem like flow. It does seem easy. Everything seems like it just goes. And when you're having to consciously think about changing them all of the time, it does feel like it takes more effort. And I think that's why it's so great knowing that I have that connection between my unconscious mind and my conscious mind so that I can actually figure out, okay, consciously, how can I change this unconsciously um, to make it more easier, which is great. But big, big story for the realization. What I realized was that I actually was holding onto this feeling of guilt because I felt the need to go and see things that I hadn't seen before because I was in a new place. So I've traveled to Bali hundreds of times. Again, dramatic. I've traveled to Bali a couple of times, but I've been to all of the sites and know the culture. I know what it's like there. So it wasn't hard for me and it wasn't new. And the things that I went and did were because I actually really desired to go and do them. So I went to the healing temple, which I loved. I went to the beach because I loved doing it. I wanted to see the turtles. So I went snorkeling, but I didn't go on any diving things because it didn't feel aligned with me. And I didn't go to all of the temples because it didn't feel aligned with me. And I didn't have to do all of the other things because I was like, I don't really mind not doing them because I've seen them, I've done them, I've been there. Whereas when I was in this new place, it was like, oh my God, I have to go and see all of the things that are here to see. And then I realized that that's just another limiting belief. It's just another should of somebody else's belief that I've picked up along the way that has unconsciously created itself in my brain as making the most out of the places that you go to. When in reality, my value right now isn't on the tourist things. It isn't on all of that. I would rather sit in a cafe do some work and actually experience culturally what the people here are like. I would rather sit in a park and have a conversation with an elderly person about what they do, how they do it, what life is like for them, than go and see this massive big monument of history that quite literally I just don't really care for right now. And it's not to say that later in life I won't care for it, I don't know, maybe next year I'll care so much and I'll be deep in history and I'll go back to all these places and really desire to go to all of these things. But where I'm at right now, I actually just don't want to do them. And I was choosing to make myself feel guilty, which was leading to the extra stress in all of these situations because of something that I probably heard when I was so, so, so young. And it just made me think about how many things we really are just carrying through life that are not even traumas, but just beliefs that are so not true. And how quickly you can actually choose to change them just because you no longer want to believe them. 
for example, you used to believe that you were 10 years old, but you don't believe that you're 10 years old anymore unless you are 10 years old and you should, probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast if you're 10 years old. Let's be honest. Get off. Go watch some TV or something. Ride a bike. Read a book. Do what you need to do. Do what 10-year-olds do nowadays. But how many things are there in your life right now that you're actually unconsciously choosing because of a belief that has no factual evidence? My mum, this is funny, my mum was, we went for a dinner in Ubud. She came over to Bali and met me. And we were at dinner and we had this massive big feed and then we were walking back home after dinner and she was like, you know, it's always good to walk after food. It helps with the digestion. It helps with the metabolism. It helps with this. It helps with that. And I was like, you know, there's actually not much factual evidence to support that. Actually, the factual evidence that happens to be within the body is that when you are walking or doing physical activity, your digestion closes off to give you energy to the other parts of your body. Because again, as we know, energy cannot be created nor destroyed, only transferred. So if our energy is not in digesting our food, it's going to be used outside. Whereas when we're resting, our energy gets used to digest the food, which is why we go into those food comas after massive big feeds, because we lose all our energy while our energy is spent on digesting the food that we've just ate. And she was like, hmm, I suppose I've never thought of it that way before. And I'm 23, almost 24 years old. And I remember my mom telling me that since I was like three, four years old. It's always great to exercise. It's always great to do this. It's always great to do that. What are the beliefs that you're holding on to that you don't really need to hold on to anymore? Because those ones that you're holding on to because of somebody else's belief system or somebody else's values or somebody else's desires mean that you live out of connection more and more and more with yourself every single day. Because the more that you actually get clear on what it is that you desire to be doing, regardless of what everyone around you thinks that you should be doing, actually the happier you become. And the more people will see that. It's really not hard and hard at the same time. But it happens so, so, so often where we spend our life dedicating ourselves to getting a job, going to school, doing the right thing, buying the house, having the family, because we're told that those are things that we should value. But if your top value is actually freedom and you're spending your time working towards a job that is refining, that you feel like limits you, you're trying to buy a house which you feel like limits your spending, you're trying to travel the world but you feel like you can only go to certain places. If you're doing all of these things that are actually limiting you, then you don't have the freedom that you actually desire and value. So how can you change the way that you're looking at the world based on what you actually desire rather than what people tell you that you should or should not desire? Because for me, 
since I let go of that guilt and I stopped do- doing and going to all of the different sites that I actually just really didn't care about, I had so much more fun and I got so much more done and I literally lived a great, great time for those last four or five days that I was there. And it was so nice and relaxing and just great. And I felt like I had more time back because I wasn't consciously playing this ball game in my head between I should do this, I should do that, I shouldn't be doing this, I shouldn't be doing that, I need to do this, I need to do that. It's exhausting. Get out of your own head. Get back into your body and find out what it is that you actually desire so that you can action that and take steps in that and move forward in that and create the life that you actually desire for yourself. Because now, looking into the rest of my year and the rest of my travels, I know that I'm not going to go places that are super high tourist places purely for the sake of the history or the artifacts or the buildings or things like that. I actually just don't really want to do it. I was talking with a friend of mine the other day and we're talking about doing different parts of Europe. And I was like, you know, why don't we look at like farm stays or going and doing like volunteering places or house sitting or something like that. And we'll just go and do that for a little while. It's not always about what everybody else is doing. And I know, I know, I know that I am so blessed to be able to live this life where I get to choose to do that. I get to spend months in different countries and I get to do all of the things. But do you know what? I worked my fucking ass off to get here. I did all of the inner work. I did all of the things. I strategized. I worked through things. I moved through things. I got the knowledge. I've done the travel in the past to find out what it is that I actually want to do. Because if you don't know, you have to just try. You have to try something. If I didn't go to Japan, then I wouldn't be thinking the things that I'm thinking now. And I wouldn't be planning the incredible things that I'm planning for the next couple of months. But it's because I took the chance and I tried something new and I actually took the time to learn about what I was learning in that different place that made the change for me. And you can do it too. It's actually that easy. Stop letting yourself and other people's opinions stop you from achieving what you actually want to do. Just go after the things that you desire, that you want. And if you don't know what it is you desire or what it is that you want, just start with one thing. Start with a new gym session. Start with going for a walk. Start with learning to paint. Start with a pottery class. Start with a photography class. Start by buying a camera. Start by researching different areas. Whatever it is for you, just start something and it will always lead you to what it is that you actually desire. You can do anything in this world. Anything. And the more that you hold on to the idea that you should be doing something, the less of the things that actually light you up, you're going to be doing. Anytime you say should, it's always going to limit you. Allow yourself to flow and be free and experience life for what it is, which is freaking wonderful. 
like actually spectacular, wonderful, fantabulous, crazy, licious, incredible. It's all right there on your footsteps. You just have to take the leap. Thank you guys again for supporting and following on this incredible journey for shits getting real. If you loved this episode, remember to share to your story and tag me, Sax, for a chance to be featured on socials. And lastly, remember to hit that subscribe button and leave a five-star review so I can keep bringing you more and more of what we both love. I love you guys so much. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you next week. Mwah, 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 mwah.